have greatness within you. You have the ability to do more than you can ever begin to imagine. See, I believe that anybody through observation and practice can perform at the level of excellence. But when you're pursuing your greatness, this is worth writing down, you don't know what your limits are and you act like you don't have any. So I say to you, you have something special. You have greatness within you. And welcome to another edition of Two Steps Head Podcast. Two Steps Head Podcast, encouraging you to take your passion, make it happen, and let yourself be great. I'm Son Edom, and welcome to another edition of the show. And coming up on the show, we're going to talk about something that I think is pretty crucial for today in the times that we live in, and that is what type of culture are we cultivating? What type of environment for us? for ourselves, for our community, for our family, for our neighborhood, for our country. What is it looking like? Is it something that we approve of? Does it need to be changed? But what kind of culture are we cultivating? I mean, you take a look at the, uh, the headlines and you take a look at all the news that comes out and you take a look at the, the things people are saying and the culture that's being cultivated currently, is that something we like? We're going to take a look at that. And I think it boils down to three things, three things that we will get to throughout the podcast. But uh, first off, just want to let you know that uh, this is Two Steps Head Podcast, and you can find us on Instagram at TWO, Two Steps Ahead Podcast. Also, you can find us on SoundCloud and on YouTube. And if you subscribe to those channels, then you'll never miss an episode as you get notified when a new podcast episode gets uploaded. And also, RadioWarp.com. It's your one-stop shopping for everything Two Steps Head podcast. Just go to RadioWarp.com. You can listen to the live show. We're live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific time. And then we have a replay at 10 p.m. Pacific time. And you can see all the videos. You can see or listen to the show through the SoundCloud and YouTube uh, accounts. But everything is right there at RadioWarp.com. Radio, W-A-R-P, RadioWarp.com. And uh, I encourage you to go check it out. And we're in the uh, process, as I currently speak, of revamping everything. And so, you know, in a day or two from this uh, broadcast, it's going to be up. It's going to be live. It's going to be great. One-stop shopping. There's a link to the Listen Live button. And there's a link to the merchandise shop so you can get your swag. Everything right there at RadioWarp.com. So again, what kind of culture are we cultivating? And when I take a look at what society has become, and the reason why I want to talk about this is because there's been a lot of comments now about the the vaccine and with COVID coming back and the Delta variant and, and people in California masking up again and other places and travel restrictions. And in Australia, they're doing a quick lockdowns. And, you know, there's all this stuff going on. And, and we've gotten to the point where it started with the culture that we have, was something that was called, well, I guess it's just lies is what it is. I mean, fake news is what they call it. I guess now it's misinformation. But we're cultivating a culture based on lies. We're cultivating a culture based on deceit, mistruth, half-truth. You know, these lies, like I said, are disguised as fake news, but really that's what it is. It's, let's just call it what it is, lies. You know, you have these politicians up there 
with the, the mindset of do as I do. No, that's not correct. We know that. It's the mindset of do as I say, but not as I do. And recently, and again, it's not politics, but I want to use it as an example because a lot of times people will look to politicians. I mean, coming out of the Trump administration, people supposedly thought that Joe Biden was the savior. He was going to save us from the evil uh, evil tweets of the bad man. And then we thought, okay, politics isn't our savior, so we're going to turn to religion. We're going to turn into climate change, Mother Earth. We're going to turn to all these things to tell us or to guide us, or to show us what it is that we're supposed to be cultivating in our culture. And I'm not talking about the ethnicities of people from around the world. I'm talking about other things. And I said there's going to be three of them, and we'll get to them momentarily. But what kind of culture are we cultivating? I mean, you've got the politicians. You know, nobody speaks the truth anymore. They're always caught in a lie. So, for example, you had these fully vaccinated people that were apparently in Texas, these uh, politicians that fled to D.C., and now they have COVID. Apparently, they were with the vice president, and now someone on her staff who is fully vaccinated has COVID. And then apparently, whether or not they met with Nancy Pelosi, who knows, but somebody on her staff who's fully vaccinated has COVID. Then there was somebody that I saw on social media from the Huffington Post, a journalist who had COVID, fully vaccinated, and apparently blaming someone that she was taking care of who was unvaccinated. We'll get to that in a moment. Then you have Rich Eisen, who is a commentator for NFL Network, fully vaccinated, going through his COVID. And so all of a sudden, we're looking at all these people that are fully vaccinated with COVID. And now we're we're supposed to trust science, right? We're trying to cultivate a culture of trust in science. And so the narrative went, if you want to be safe from the virus, get the vaccine. And if you get the vaccine, then you'll get into a lottery with California, maybe win some money, some prizes. You get to go to a concert. You get to sit in certain areas of the ballpark. You get to enjoy these benefits of being fully vaccinated. And that was the narrative. Now the narrative has changed because all these people that are fully vaccinated are getting sick again with COVID. We've had baseball players and other athletes test positive being fully vaccinated. So we went from the vaccine is going to save us to now the vaccine is going to allow you to not get the worst of symptoms. You're not going to get the bad symptoms like the unvaccinated are. And so it becomes a blame game. The blame game of blaming the unvaccinated. And people don't realize that there's so many other factors that are going into this. And this is all going to make sense in a minute. I know you're sitting there thinking, oh, this is a political rant. It's not. It's going to make sense in a minute. Okay. So we're blaming the unvaccinated, for example. So now we have to mask up in L.A. again and other parts of California and other parts of the country. But what happened to that immigration crisis at the border? It's kind of gone away. There were a lot of people that were let into this country unvaccinated. A lot of them were testing positive with COVID. Now, all of a sudden, we have outbreaks. We have news stories telling us that immigrants from the border are being transported to other parts of the country, sometimes done done in secret, COVID. So we're not being fully told the truth. Although they call it fake news and they call it misinformation, you have Joe Biden wanting to work in big tech with curbing misinformation but who are the fact checkers that are telling us that this is misinformation 
There's an agenda to be served. And so as we look to the culture, the culture of lies, basically, that we are going through, we're cultivating right now in our country. We've got the politicians. We've got narcissism, a culture of narcissism with social media, me first. Look at me. How many views can I get? I know I fall uh, trapped to this, fall guilty to this trap of wanting to get as many views and likes on my social media posts, so I get it. But it's not always about that. But there's a lot of people where their worth and their value is driven from the likes on social media and the views. But narcissism is out there with the social media. What about academia? Remember academia? Education used to be where we would be educating people and learning. And now it's just indoctrination. Pick something and you're being indoctrinated with it. I've had many years, many years of academics. I've got three master's degrees. So I went through my undergrad, four years, five years at a a college in LA. Then I went to another college for about two years for a master's. And then I spent three or four years at another college getting two master's. So I've got a lot of years of education. So I can look back and look at all the education that I've gotten And yeah, there's a lot of indoctrination that goes on. And if we don't protect ourselves, protect our minds from this, we fall trapped to that. I was taking a class one time. It was a women's studies class. I was almost graduating. It was my undergrad. And it was the only class that was available at the time. So I took it because I wanted to graduate. And it was amazing to to see the class change. They all came in with an ideology, with a thought process, with a belief system, and then at the end of the semester, at the end of the term, a lot of them had changed their thoughts and opinions on things because they bought into the indoctrination of the instructor. How many times do you take a class and the instructor tells you to buy their book? I had that happen. It was we, they. It was a, uh, not a race studies class, but it was something to do with uh, race. And uh, it was we, they. Had to buy his book, be indoctrinated by his thoughts. And if we're not careful... We start to get into and we start to become a tool in this cultivation that's taken us down the rabbit hole. We look at celebrities and athletes. You've got some celebrity or some somebody in Sweden or wherever she's at, some 12-year-old supposedly telling us how we're supposed to operate climate change. You've got other celebrities telling us, you know, celebrities that are hiding behind their brick walls and their mansions and their security guards with guns telling us how to live our lives. Deception, deceit, honesty and truth, honesty and truth replaced with deception and lies in our culture here today. People with power and money, that's all they want. More power, more money, they're going to lie to you. They're going to tell you the vaccine is okay because they're making money off of it or because they have some other political agenda that they want. I wanted to play it, but I decided not to because, again, I don't want it to be political, even though it sounds political right now. But it was uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris telling us not to get the vaccine. This was, of course, when Trump was president and the vaccine was first coming out. And it's a montage. It's like a minute and a half, 90 second montage of them saying they're not going to get it. Question it. It's not good for us. If Trump did it, therefore, it's bad. And now they're going door to door trying to get us to get vaccinated what changed why did it change we have to ask these questions why are all these people who are vaccinated now getting covid vaccine was supposed to be the savior and so it comes down to like i said pretty much three things that i want to talk about as we get into this honor humility strength 
And then that all leads to integrity. So the main point is, what's our integrity? As we are cultivating a culture, what type of integrity do we have? When we look at people, what type of integrity do they have? What type of belief system? What type of honor do they have? What type of humility do they have? What type of strength and character and leadership do they have? And does it lead to integrity? The first clip I want to play for you comes from a uh, retired lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Air Force, and it talks about honor. His name is Lee Ellis. You know, you didn't want to embarrass yourself in the community, so you did the right thing. And so I didn't get caught up in a lot of bad things that were embarrassing to my Any bad things were embarrassing to my family. It was just important to live that way. Uh, I think the culture back then put around us uh, a more accountability about our behaviors and that this idea of doing the right thing and being honorable was just much more uh, apparent in the culture and I think it was part of the glue that held us together. We've changed so rapidly now, I think that's the role of the church and the school and the home in shaping values has uh, declined uh, in our modern society and I feel like it was time to remind ourselves that leading with honor and living with honor uh, is the right way to go. It's good for our culture. It's good for our society. It's the best way to lead because it's about being, it's about valuing others. It's about humility. It's not just about power. It's about humility. And leaders that have humility and strength, everybody wants to be with them. Not every, we don't want to be with those that just have the strength, but they don't have humility because they'll abuse their power and take advantage of it. But if they have strength and humility, we're attracted to them. As long as they've got a vision, we're ready to go to work and go with them. So I think leading with honor is a, a powerful concept, and especially for our time when honor has kind of fallen by the wayside, and we hear about it so often in our headlines every day. He hits the nail on the head with honor has gone to the wayside. You know, back then when he was talking about in his initial comments, culture gave us the accountability to have honor, to do the right thing, to not disparage our family name, do something bad that would bring shame to the family name. Culture expected honor of us. But now what do we see? Let's go back to the protests of 2020. We've got people encouraging rioting and looting. We've got the vice president, a part of an organization that was bailing people out after they were looting and burning businesses to the ground. So culture has not given us an accountability of honor. It's not expecting us to be honor, to have honor, to show or demonstrate honor. It's the opposite. It's encouraging us to, to do wrong. It's encouraging us to create conflict, to be deceptive. How many times have we seen one person apparently lie to Congress and get arrested for it, and then other people lie to Congress and nothing happens to them? Happens all the time. There's a double standard. And so this uh, culture that we're cultivating is really a bunch of weeds. We're living in the weeds. And there's a decline in culture. And as culture declines, people are going down with it like the Titanic. You know, honor, he says, was good for culture. Having honor. Because it leads to other things. It's the basis for many other things that we can build upon. The first opening clip was the greatness in us. We have greatness within us. 
But if we want to bring out that greatness that's within us, we have to get above the weeds. We have to take down all that negative because that's what's going to bring us down. The comment, one bad apple spoils the whole bunch is so true. And let's look at the leaders. Doesn't matter. He mentions schools, academics. He mentions the church. He mentions a country. Look at leaders. And what are leaders doing? Are they leading or have they removed honor? Because he talks about that. If a leader only has strength but no honor, they abuse their power. How many people in leadership have we seen abuse their power because they don't have honor? Whether it's going to a hairdresser to get your hair done or whether it's going on a plane without masks to D.C. and then you get COVID and you spread it around. Or a number of any other things. In California, they're going through a recall election, and there's a candidate, Larry Elder. He's a conservative talk show host and probably is the only person really that has a chance maybe to uh, defeat Gavin Newsom. Secretary of State doesn't put him on the ballot because of some income tax or taxes weren't released or something to do with the taxes based on a new California law, but then turns around and says that Gavin Newsom's taxes don't have to be released because he's not technically a candidate. What type of integrity is there in that? No wonder why there's a mistrust with the government. Sure, other people are just blindly following, which is sad. If you're blindly following anybody, you're drinking the Kool-Aid. You got to do your own research. You got to do your own follow-up. You got to investigate because there's no accountability today. Wrong is being encouraged. Wrongdoing is being applauded. Defund police. I was talking to somebody recently that bolted California because their area, police wouldn't respond and crime was spiking. They were of a minority ethnicity and so they thought they were being targeted because of their minority ethnicity and so they bolted. Defund police. You got city attorneys, attorney generals not wanting to enforce the law. You've got a misrepresentation of the law. You got people just making stuff up when it comes to the law. It's an abuse of power because these leaders lack honor. Along with honor, though, you have to have humility. So what is humility? Humility means being humble. It occurs in the absence of pride. A humble man is the one who is devoid of ego. They are good listeners, silent but keen observers. They embrace contentment and simplicity. They are grateful to nature and learn from life. They are quick to forgive and treat everybody with respect. Well aware of their limitations, humble people have an open and deep relationship with God. Are you humble? If jealousy overcomes you, you cannot be humble. If you bow before injustice and falsehood, you cannot be humble. Because the ones who are humble bow before no one other than God. So humility, it's the absence of pride. 
devoid of evil. Now, that's hard to do with just the human nature in us and the society that we live in, but it's a practice that can be learned. Like anything we do, you know, you get into these bad habits, right? It's a, it's a performance issue. You get a bad habit. They say it takes 21 days to break a bad habit, right? Whatever it is. And so you have to consciously work at it to break that bad habit. So then what happens? The bad habit goes away. Some would say maybe you replace it with a good habit, whatever that might be. And that's what we got to do. We got to work at removing pride from our lives. Now, it's okay to be proudful in the things that we do and then the work we do. That's not what he's talking about. It's the narcissistic pride that puts us above everybody else. That's what he's talking about. And that's what we're talking about is taking that, you know, when they say you're a good leader is a servant. A leader isn't somebody who is up there haughty, look at me, put me first, wash my feet. All the leaders, the good leaders are the ones that sacrifice. All the good leaders are the ones that are serving. The bad leaders are the ones that make it all about themselves. Pride, narcissism. And that's what we're in today. You've got all these young politicians going into office and they're just becoming just like the old. You got all these scandalous things going on because they're not changing the culture. They're not trying to cultivate a new culture. They're trying to make it even worse. Go, go beyond what the predecessors have done. Devoid of evil. You've got an uprising in Cuba. If you don't know the history of Cuba, how Castro got into power, what life was like under Castro and that communist regime, if you support that, you should double check about the evil in your life because you need to ask somebody. You need to talk to somebody who's experienced that and what they went through. That is pure evil. And to have people sit there and support that and to support the communist regime, there should be people out there helping the uprising. We had practically the entire country up in arms protesting George Floyd and others in the summer of 2020. Why aren't you out there protesting and trying to help the people of Cuba get their freedom? No, you'd rather support that communist society. You'd rather support the communist regime. Why? Maybe you have evil in you. Because if you were devoid of evil, you would see that a free Cuba for the people would be a good thing. Someone who is humble, has humility, will listen. How often are we quick to speak? I know sometimes I'm that way. I try not to be. But then other times I'm listening too much and people think I'm uninterested in the conversation, but we got to listen and observe. And that's all you have to do. One of the biggest things is just listen and observe people and what they're doing. And that will tell you so much, give you so much information. When I was coaching baseball, I would sit and watch the other team, the other coaches, you know, in baseball, if you're not familiar with baseball, there's a lot of hand signs that go on, you know, that we're going to do. If we want a batter to bunt the ball or a hit and run or steal a base or whatever the case may be. There's a lot of hand gestures going on, silent communication, body language. And a lot of times it's done in, in, uh, in code so that people that can't pick it up. But then there's other times where people are lazy and lackadaisical that when I was coaching baseball, I would observe. I just watch, watch to the coaches and I could pick up things. 
and see what they're doing. Dodger fans, how familiar are you with you Darvish? Remember against the Astros, the cheating Astros? Well, apparently, you Darvish might have been tipping his pitches, giving it away. Someone picked up something. You listen to all the great ball players, the hitters, the Tony Gwynns, the Pete Roses. There's always something that they see in the opposing pitcher that gives them a little bit of an indication of what they're going to do so they're prepared for it. And all they're doing is observing. Tony Gwynn used to go after every at-bat and apparently with technology, go in the dugout in the back room and watch his at-bat. People, football players, if you played football, it's all about film, game film. You're watching. What are the tendencies of the players? What are the tendencies of the other coaches so that you're prepared? And all you're doing is listening, maybe watching, observing. Lawyers, you have to listen to the other side. If you're not listening and paying attention, you might miss something. You might miss an objection. Let something slide. It's all about observing and listening. Being content in life and grateful. How content and grateful are we? Do we complain a lot? Are we quick to forgive others? That's the hardest thing, I think. People do us wrong, so we want to do them wrong back. Get revenge. Life is all about revenge. We see it from the politicians to other celebrities. Revenge porn became a big thing that we had to create a law because relationships went bad, and so we wanted to put things out there to make the other person look bad. We don't want to show respect to others. What happened to respecting our elders? What happened to respecting people? Black lives matter, unless you're a police officer or an infant, an unborn baby. Are you humble? Are you going to bow before injustice, not be humble? Or are you going to take a stand for the right kind of justice? For justice that includes honor. Honor, basically honesty, fairness, and integrity. When you look up the dictionary, that's what honor is. Humility, free from pride and arrogance. You start mixing these together, and what do you get? This is Two Steps Ahead Podcast, encouraging you to take your passion, make it happen, let yourself be great. We're going to continue with part two here in a moment, but again, you can find us on uh, Instagram at TWO, Two Steps Ahead Podcast. You can also find me on my personal page at Edom Rocks, E-I-D-E-M-R-O-C-K-S, Edom Rocks. You can go to RadioWarp.com for all things Two Steps Ahead Podcast. There's a listen live button. You can click the link and listen live to our show Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific time, the replay at 10 p.m. Pacific time, Tuesday nights. There's other times throughout the week that you can listen to the show on RadioWarp.com. If you go to RadioWarp.com, you'll be able to see the the videos right there because we do video the podcast. You can listen on SoundCloud. You can download it and take it with you on the go. There's a radio app, Radio Warp app. Warp is W-A-R-P, Radio Warp app. Just go to your store, download it, and take it with you. Take us on the go. There's a schedule that lets you know when the different shows play, when Two Steps Ahead plays. And so, again, just encouraging you to take your passion, make it happen, and let yourself be great. And so as we look at honor and humility, well, what does that also include? Are we a person of our word? What does that mean? We say something, we're going to do something? 
talking is not enough. You must do. Talking is not enough. You must put in the work. You must develop the habit of following through with your word. When you say you're going to do something, you do it. It's called integrity. When you honor your word, you build pride for yourself and respect from others. When you don't, when you talk the talk and never walk, you lose pride and you lose respect. Repeat to yourself every day. If I say I'm going to do something, I do it. If I give my word, I do it. If I talk it, I will walk it. If I say I'm going to do something, I do it. If I give my word, I do it. If I talk it, I will walk it. When it gets hard, I gave my word. If something comes up, I gave my word. I will get it done. I don't even have to think twice. I get it done. I will get it done. Talkers talk. Walkers walk. Don't tell them what you're going to do. Show them what you've done. Let your results speak for you. Results say more than words ever will. Keep your word. Do the work. Get the results. Game time. This is my word. I've said it. Now I will do it. Are you a talker? Or are you a walker? If you talk it, do you walk it? Do you have integrity? Are you a person of your word? I like to think I am. There's times I'm probably not. Might fall short. But I try to be. My intent is to be a walker, not just a talker. Things I say on this show, this podcast, I try to uh, emulate in real life. It's not just my words. We used to have a slogan here, uh, highlighting the stuff that we've stepped in so you don't have to, basically taking the examples from our lives and sharing them with you. And that's what I'm doing. Experiencing my things, but instead of just sharing with you, encouraging you to bring out that greatness within you, raise the standard. And as we're talking about cultivating a culture, are we raising the standard of that culture that we're trying to cultivate? Or are we just letting it go? Are we going to remodel society and make it better? Are we going to let just dilapidate, fall apart? That's it. What do we do? Because if we're just talking and not walking, we don't have integrity. We lack integrity. One of the biggest things in Los Angeles is the homeless crisis. Lived in Los Angeles for many years. And all we heard was talk, talk, talk about how we're going to uh, solve the homeless crisis. Talk, talk, talk from politicians. Nobody walked the walk. Now, there was private entities that were. Union Rescue Mission with Andy Bales, for example. And then recently, the 
L.A. County sheriffs decide to get involved. Create something to get the homeless off of Venice because there were a lot of crime, fires, people lighting each other's tents on fire when they get mad, mental health issues, all different kinds of things going on to make it a dangerous place. So much so that even those tour guides, those tour buses that you would hop on in Hollywood wouldn't stop in Venice anymore. It's too dangerous. So the sheriff decides to take action. What happens? LAPD gets upset. You're invading our turf. You're crossing into our jurisdiction. Really? Pride. Goes back to pride. Instead of coming together, because LA County, talking about jurisdiction, LA County is the whole county people. LA City is the city people. Talk about jurisdiction. California Highway Patrol, whole state. Come together. Work together. But no pride. Keeps them from working together. And so are you walking or are you talking? Are you a person of your word? Because that gains you respect. You Got to respect on the streets, right? If you're a person of your word, you're going to gain that respect. You're going to build pride. If something comes up, what do I do? What do I do? Something comes up. I had this over here, but I want to do this. You gave your word. Problem solved. You're going to do and commit. Now, again, we have to pause for a moment because there are times where maybe we find further information out about something that we agreed to and we realize it's not the best. Or maybe we find that something or someone isn't who they turned out to be. So there are times where we do have to kind of adjust our talking and walking. But if it becomes the boy who cried wolf, or maybe in the woke society now, the person that cried wolf. If you don't know the story, there was a, a boy who was supposed to keep watch over sheep and let the shepherds know if a, a wolf shows up. So to be funny, he cries wolf. They all come running. There's no wolf. So they scold him and tell him not to do that. Does it again. Cries wolf. They all come running. No wolf. They scold him again. He does it a third time, but this time, the wolf really showed up. Shepherds are like, no, he's just faking it. And sheep get slaughtered. So if you commit to something, if you give your word, which is also trust, and you don't live up to that with the reasonable expectations that come with it, then you not only lose trust, but you've lost your integrity. Results speak volumes. Show me, don't tell me. More than words. There's a number of songs when it comes to relationships that have actions speak louder than words. Tones to them. Messages. If you're a walker, sometimes you don't even have to do the talking. Let your results take place. Just let them see what you can do. Right? And then others, just big talkers. All game. All talk, no game. Game time. Are you going to put up or shut up? That's what it comes down to, right? So as we're talking here, we've got honor, which is about honesty, fairness, integrity. We have humility, which is free from pride, free from being arrogant. Look at me. What else is there that's in there? As we start to develop these things, as we start to, to cultivate a culture of positivity, of greatness, of 
raising the standard and moving away from this current culture of lies, or as they call it, misinformation and fake news. How are we going to do that? There has to be a, a blueprint for life, which is something that Martin Luther King Jr. talked about. A blueprint for life, life's blueprint. What would that look like? This is the most important and crucial period of your lives for what you do now and what you decide now at this age may well determine which way your life shall go. And the question is whether you have a proper, a solid, and a sound blueprint. And I want to suggest some of the things that should be in your life's blueprint. Number one in your life's blueprint should be a deep belief in your own dignity, your own worth, and your own somebodyness. Don't allow anybody to make you feel that you are nobody. Always feel that you count. Always feel that you have worth. And always feel that your life has ultimate significance. Secondly, in your life's blueprint, you must have as a basic principle, the determination to achieve excellence in your various fields of endeavor. You're going to be deciding as the days and the years unfold what you will do in life, what your life's work will be. Once you discover what it will be, set out to do it and to do it well. Be a bush if you can't be a tree. If you can't be a highway, just be a trail. If you can't be the sun, be a star. For it isn't by size that you win or you fail. Be the best of whatever you are. Finally, in your life's blueprint, must be a commitment to the eternal principles of beauty, love, and justice. Well, life for none of us has been a crystal star, but we must keep moving. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl, but by all means, keep moving. Do you believe in yourself? Do you have a blueprint for life that includes you believing in yourself? Or have you given up on yourself? Have you given up on yourself so you've just given yourself over to other people and what other people think and feel and going to follow along? Or are you going to stick to what you want, to your morals, values, to who you are? But you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself if you want to accomplish anything. If you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to be able to accomplish anything. You're going to continue to scroll down or stroll down that trail of destruction. You have to believe, believe in yourself and know that you have dignity to do the right thing. Dignity and self-worth that no matter what you do, you are worth it. You are somebody. You're not demeaned. You're not put down. Talkers will put you down. Walkers will bring you up. Come along with me. We're walking this walk together. Talkers, I'm better than you. In the broadcasting business, that's all you hear. If you don't have like a tough skin, all you're going to hear, especially with rookie broadcasters and maybe in other fields too, is how much better I am than that person. I could do a better job than that person. But if you stay the course knowing that in you, you have what it takes and you believe in yourself and you know you have self-worth and you have dignity, that you're not going to lower yourself and play these other games. 
but you're going to stick to who you are, your true self. That you're going to then achieve that excellence. Go after whatever it is that you want to do, but do it so that you achieve excellence. Raise the standard, raise the bar, bring out that greatness in you. Achieve that excellence and then be committed. As Martin Luther King Jr. says, beauty, love, justice. Obviously, justice was a big part of who he was in his life. So maybe there's a commitment to other things for you. Maybe you replace beauty, love, and justice with something else. Maybe you put three things in there, two things, one thing. Maybe be a commitment, have a commitment to yourself that you're going to believe in yourself, that you know you have self-worth, that you're going to raise the standard, bring out the greatness in you. Because what it comes down to as we're talking here, okay? So we're talking about honor. So we're cultivating. What kind of society, what kind of culture are we cultivating? I mean, personally right now, I think we're building this culture and cultivating it on lies, disguised as fake news, disguised as misinformation, disguised as narcissism, disguised as strength without honor, people abusing their power, people encouraging evil, defund police, things like that going on that doesn't reinforce kind of truth, justice in the American way. Maybe Superman has been canceled by the cancel culture because he was about truth, justice in the American way. Well, what's that now? We have no truth. We have no justice and we have no American way anymore. So Superman gone, canceled by us ourselves. But as we build towards integrity, integrity, what is that? Adhering to a moral code. Integrity, taking responsibility for our actions, for what we do, who we are, what we're about. Putting others first. My goodness, since this society, we put other people first. You got to be out of your minds. What you smoking? Offer help. Well, okay, maybe we do that. But what kind of help? How deep does that help go? How committed? You know, in charity, a lot of people like to give money, and that's good. Give money. But you know what's equal? Time. If you and Bill Gates had to give money, obviously Bill Gates can give way more money than I ever could, but Bill Gates and I in the trenches together at the soup kitchen, at uh, Habitat for Humanity, building a home, whatever it is, time is equal. What's your commitment level? The convenient helping others or the dedicated? Are you choosing honesty? Are you showing respect to others? Do you have humility? Do you admit you're wrong? Oh my goodness, what are we talking about? We're getting crazy. We're going off the rails on this crazy train, admitting we're wrong. Are you kidding me? We can't do that. It's integrity if we do. Sorry. I apologize. I did wrong. In the radio business, the boss always got mad at you when something went wrong. And I finally got to the point, I'm like, hey, dude, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't on purpose. Some things just go wrong and they're not intentional and their purpose. So yeah, it went wrong, but it's not intentional. It's not purpose. Other times we might do wrong and it's intentional and it's purpose. The purposefulness behind the wrong. Do we admit that? Can we be reliable? Are we walkers or are we talkers? And do we show kindness to others? And so as we're starting to cultivate a new society, cultivating a new culture in America, getting back to the truth, justice in the American way, Are we adhering to a moral code? If not, we're lacking integrity. And I know the next thing is what is moral, but that's why I put those things down. Are we taking responsibility? Because it doesn't have to be society doesn't have to give us a moral code. We can have it within us. Are we taking responsibility for what we do? Are we blaming others? 
blaming others for stuff that we've done. We see in the justice system all the time, blame somebody else. I didn't kill somebody. I didn't steal something. I didn't do something. The Twinkie made me do it. Are we putting others first before us? Are we offering to help those that need it? Mentorship. Choosing honesty and truth over the fake news and misinformation. Are we showing respect? How about just showing respect to our elders, to our parents? People like that. Let's start there. Are we having humility? Do we admit we're wrong? Be reliable and show kindness. What you think is what you are. We've talked about it before, how you think your mindset. One of the key words to this show is mindset. How you think is how you are. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you like to win, but think you can't, it's almost a cinch you won't. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. For out in the world we find success begins with a fellow's will. It's all in the state of the mind. If you are outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself before you can ever win the prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man. But sooner or later, the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. Winners think I can. Starts with the mind, the mindset. What do we believe? If you think you are, if you think you are beaten, you are. Success begins with the will. The will to win. The will to be successful. The will to be humble. The will to have integrity and all that comes with it. The will to show honor. The will to have strength with honor so I don't abuse my power. It's the state of mind. Think high to rise high. Winners think I can. Do you think I can? Or do you think I can't? It's all about the mindset. The will to survive. We've heard that. Something tragic happens, but they had the will to survive. So they pulled through. What's your will like? And of course, I want to follow that up with probably my all-time favorite clip that I've ever found, which is this. If the lion is the king of the jungle, how can he be the king of the jungle? If he's not the biggest, the elephant is probably one of the biggest. He can't be the fastest because that's a cheat. He can't be the smartest. So he's not the biggest, the fastest, or the smartest. So how does the lion become the king of the jungle? His mentality. That's the only difference of a lion and an elephant. When a lion walks up and sees an elephant, he thinks lunch. An elephant thinks run. Because when a male lion walks up, he may be outnumbered by a pack of hyenas, but I'm king of my jungle because of my mentality. Are you king of your jungle? Do you have the mentality to be successful? Do you have the mentality to achieve? Do you have the mentality to do what it is that you want to do? Do you have the mentality to bring out that greatness in you? 
Do you have the mentality to raise the standard, be an inspiration for others, motivate others, to change the culture, to cultivate a better culture for the next generation to come along? Are we going to allow things to continue to go down? Have you settled? I can't believe that a majority of the people in this country think that the way this country is going is okay and that we're at the best that we can be. I don't believe it. I believe that it's going to take us all coming together from a grassroots level. Forget about the nation. Forget about national politics in D.C. Start with your community. Start with your neighborhood. Start with the kids and the people in your area. and Start there. Because all it does is take one, 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 one. I watched uh, the Matrix series recently all over again. And uh, one of the things that was interesting was, of course, the, one of the, the virus guy who would go and replicate. And then in the third one, he was pretty much everywhere, right? At the end of the third one, it was Mr. Anderson against the virus guy. And everybody had replicated to him. Okay. And so if you haven't seen it, you probably don't know what I'm, under, what I'm uh, talking about. And that's fine. But basically, it takes one person to do one thing to affect somebody. And then hopefully they do something. They do something. They do something. That's the mob mentality. We saw it during the riots. But there, the mob mentality was to destroy and tear down in the name of peace and justice. CNN talking about peaceful protests as buildings are burning behind them. But what about if we did things that were good? What if we did things that were positive? And then we had a mob mentality of doing good, having integrity, having honor having humility, building other people up, showing kindness, showing respect, saying I'm sorry. What if we had that? Could you imagine now the culture that we're cultivating? If we didn't tolerate the negative, if we didn't tolerate all that other stuff that's going on, and we didn't excuse it and just allow it to take place, we said, no, we're not going to take this anymore. Kind of like Twisted Sister, we're not going to take it anymore. We've started taking it, haven't we? And we're sinking fast. We need to bring that back up. We need to get that culture cultivated so that it's successful, so that it's there for the next generation to want to come along. You know, we set standards so low for people. When I was teaching at a community college, the standards were so low that people were encouraging us to allow late assignments to come in because we don't know what their home life is like. And and I get it. But it's also, where do we raise the standard? I was talking to somebody one time who worked at the parent company of what is now IHOP and Applebee's. And, you know, there was this millennial a few years ago, this millennial thought about their work ethic and things and how the millennials didn't have the work ethic of people that had come before them. And so this parent company of IHOP and Applebee's decided that they were going to change the way they do business to accommodate this millennial mentality. And the millennial mentality at the time, I don't know if it's still that way, but it was lackadaisical. It was lazy, show up kind of when you want to, you know, that type of thing. And they were going to change their company policy and lower their standards to fit this as opposed to make them raise their standards, make the workers raise their standards to be better. And so what kind of culture are we cultivating? Is it one with honor, humility, strength, leading to integrity? Are we going to allow it to continue to unravel? All great empires implode from within, and that's where we're heading. Now, you might be asking yourself, what can I do? Great people have come before us. I can't be great like them. Are you sure? Figure it out for yourself, my lad. You've all that the greatest of men have had. 
two arms, two hands, two legs, two eyes, and a brain to use if you would be wise. With this equipment they all began. So start from the top and say, I can. Look them over, the wise and great. They take their food from a common plate, and similar knives and forks they use. With similar laces they tie their shoes. The world considers them brave and smart, but you've all they had when they made their start. You can triumph and come to skill. You can be great if only you will. You're well equipped for what fight you choose. You have legs and arms and a brain to use. And the man who has risen great deeds to do began his life with no more than you. You are the handicap you must face. You are the one who must choose your place. You must say where you want to go, how much you will study, the truth to know. God has equipped you for life, but he lets you decide what you want to be. Courage must come from the soul within. The man must furnish the will to win. So figure it out for yourself, my lad. You were born with all that the great have had. With your equipment, they all began. Get hold of yourself and say, I can. It comes down to the mindset, the mentality, the will. I can attitude. That's the underlining theme. If you want to make positive change, you can do it. You have the greatness in you, but you have to have the mentality the will, the mindset to say, I can, and then do it, follow it up, be a walker, not just a talker, have a, be a person that is it full of integrity because when it comes down to it, and we're talking about changing the culture, cultivating a better culture for us, that's what it comes down to. It comes down to starting with honor, have honesty, have fairness, have integrity within you. Be humble. Be free from pride. You can take pride in the work that you do, but you don't have to be haughty about it. Look at me. Look at me. Look at all the great things I've done. Nobody likes that. Free from arrogance. Have the strength within you, the courage, integrity, fairness, humility. Those are the things that all lead back. It's kind of like one big circle. They all intertwine with each other. Integrity, adhere to a moral code. Take responsibility for the things that you've done, the good and the bad. Take pride in the good things. Say sorry for the bad things. Put other people first. Offer help to the helpless, to those that might need it. Choose honesty. Choose integrity. Show respect to other people. Have that humility. Admit you're wrong. Be reliable. Be a walker, not just a talker. And show kindness to other people. Because I think that if we do this, if this is the type of thing that we start to formulate and we start to cultivate, we start to blend together, and we put it all together, we can start to cultivate a culture that is positive, a culture that raises the standard that brings out the inner greatness in us, that allows for other people to have success, to allow for other people to achieve the things that they want to do. 
but you have to have the will. You have to have the mindset, king of your jungle, the I can attitude. Because if you don't have that, if you don't have the mindset, then nothing's going to follow. Nothing's going to come true. You're going to be defeated. You're going to be lost. You're going to live a life of mediocrity. You want to know the difference between you and all the great people that have come before? Your mind, the mindset, that's it. Like that last clip said, they started out with the exact same thing as you did. Sure, they might have a a few advantages along the way, but it comes down to the will in the person, the I can attitude, the mindset. What kind of mindset do you have? Do you need to change your mindset? Do you need to change some things in you? That's the great thing about this. If you're examining yourself and there's some things you don't like, you can make change. You can change for the better. You can put off those old things, bring on the new. You can bring on honor. Start practicing it. Start practicing humility, strength, integrity. And it starts with you. It starts with the person in the mirror. And then as we spread to other people and infect them with this new model for greatness, this new model for raising the standard, this new model for creating a better culture and society for all of us, one step at a time. But you can do it. I can do it. We can do it collectively if we took a, take a look at these things and we practice some of these things and we put into, into practice the stuff that we're talking about here. This is Two Steps Ahead Podcast. Two Steps Ahead Podcast, encouraging you to take your passion, make it happen, and let yourself be great. I'm Son Edom. You can find me on Instagram. There's two places, TWO, Two Steps Ahead Podcast on Instagram. Also, my personal Instagram at Edom Rocks, E-I-D-E-M-R-O-C-K-S, Edom Rocks. The best place to go, RadioWarp.com, a new website we're launching. It has everything that you will need. It has the videos, has the audio. You have a link to the YouTube there. You have a link to the SoundCloud there. You can download SoundCloud and take it with you on the go. Um, You can also, if you're out and about, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. So if you happen to listen on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify, wherever, you can find us there. And you can always just Google TWO Two Steps Head Podcast. We pop up. Also, hey, Suri, hey, Alexa, play TWO Two Steps Head Podcast, and we pop up. And uh, my phone's right here, and I think it's going to start to play in a minute. But... um, but you can find us pretty much everywhere. And uh, we thank you for uh, watching. If you watch the videos, we thank you for listening. If you listen to the audio version of the podcast, remember, take your passion, make it happen. Let yourself be great, be kind, and we'll see you next time here on Two Steps Ahead Podcast.